hello, Rib City. Hey there. Uh, to all of you here in town, snowed in on, uh, on, on this beautiful day in every corner of Rib City. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we, are, we hope you're enjoying your, your off day, your sportsless march, uh, this Saturday, the 14th of March. I'm Keith Feltner-Smith. He is Ty Delbridge. What up? You are listening to the Podland Trailcasters. Hey, Keith, Trailcasters. if people want to reach out to us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram to talk about, I don't know, just whatever nowadays, no sports, just how depressed they are, thoughts, I don't care, the snow, where the can they reach us? The giant snowflakes outside my window. They can reach us at Trailcasters on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, maybe in the future on... Um, uh, Snapchat or TikTok and uh, all the rest of those things that are are. Uh, well, Mr. now that T-Y. we have this hiatus, we might have to <laughs> jump in on it and yeah. become one with all the social medias. We keep teasing that we're going to use some of the off. We were supposed to use the All Star break to get caught up on things, and that happened. Uh, yeah, so, uh, no so yeah, maybe we'll have more time. <laughs> okay, well then, let's say they don't want to hit us up on social media because you know, let's say they are on TikTok or Snapchat and we're not there. They'd have to send us an email, and where can they send the fancy dancy email? Boy, we've got a lot of time to take those emails right now. Uh, they can send those emails to trailcasters at gmail.com. I love it. Like, it's 1942. Read all the emails. <laughs> and they listening to... <laughs> what? 1952? 62? 32? Oh, my God. When were emails around? <laughs> 72. Uh, uh, let's, sure. Let's go with that. I'm going 92. <laughs> Definitely wasn't 42, now that I have some time to think about that. No, anyway. 1942. Send, send us those emails like it was 1942. Oh, God. I'm just saying, because when it first happened, so many people read like each email because they got a thousand of them. That doesn't happen nowadays, but we're going to uh, read it. We'll read those emails like in 1942, <laughs> like they wanted to, ni- or like, like in 1942. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> anyway, they listen to this podcast somewhere, or they are... I don't know if they are listening anymore. They might have turned off. Yeah, already. might have cut us but off already. <laughs> if they are still somewhat listening on iTunes, on Google Play, on Stitcher, what should they be giving us? All those things, Spotify, whatever else they got. And we are always looking for five snowflakes. I mean, stars. Five stars. Five stars. God, Keith, you're making this worse than it already is. <laughs> and these awesome beats that they are hearing in their headphones or through their phone, through their car radio, through their big Bluetooth speaker, where can they find these beats? Always, always find these beats from Odar at soundcloud.com slash odarbeats. And much like we want you to support Odar, please go and support Clearly Speaking, clearlyspeakingorgan.com. Brennan Uckton over there, a licensed licensed speech and hearing pathologist. She can help you with slurs, stutters, uh, speed of speak, but probably not the way she would refer to it, but that's, you know, obviously one of my issues. Many other things, anything that you're looking for, uh, go and talk to Brendan Nuckton at clearlyspeakingorgan.com. That is clearlyspeakingorgan.com. What was it, Ty? Clearlyspeakingorgan.com. Yes. Boy, okay. So, good thing we took a little while with that intro because, uh, you know, there, there's, uh, there's, there's not really a whole lot of Blazer updates. Nothing's happened the last week. Nothing really, uh, not, no big stories to talk about, you know? No. There's nothing newsworthy. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, last time, last week on Trailcasters, we were here talking with Scoop. Shout out to Scoopy Robinson about the Eastern Conference road trip, the state of the team. Nurk's return. Nurk should be coming back tomorrow, man. I'm so stoked. March 15th, Nurk's imminent return to the team after nearly a year of not playing ball. Oh, so much excitement, so much good stuff. And Ty. <laughs> I'm not. What's up? One week later. It's uh, it's snowing here on March 14th. Quarter-sized uh, snowflakes outside my house right now, uh, on a Saturday in March with no basketball, 
NBA has been suspended for the season. Uh, no, uh, no March it only Madness makes coming sense up. That it's snowing right now. It only yeah. makes sense. Dude, it's, it's a weird week. There's no sports, and now how about on this March 14th, after a couple of sunny days in Oregon, we're gonna give you some snow just to make right. it e- like a lot even weirder. Like literally. I just don't, Early, earlier this week, man. Uh, so it's had cold nights. It was definitely getting down around freezing at night, and you'd wake up in the morning with some frost on the ground. But earlier this week, it was like 58 degrees outside. I was shooting hoops at Ibach. Like, this is crazy. How, how do we... <laughs> this is the state. This state is just, it's ridiculous, and it's on one. But even right now, like, that's not even, like, the main concern. Like, I'm just right. like, I... We haven't I, even touched on it yet. I like, yeah. I mean, like, I looked out my window this morning, I'm like, Yep, makes sense that it's snowing. I'm not even weirded out by this. I'm, yeah, there's no sports right thing. Line. I keep thinking it's what is it? It's it's about I don't know. It's, or so it's almost noon on Saturday, and there'd be a ton of college basketball games going on right, right now, trying right. to figure out who the tournament champions. And then on Sunday would be Selection Sunday to figure out what teams are playing who for the tournament. Monday would be a break. Tuesday would be the first day of the teams who are the first four in. They would play, and then Wednesday, Thursday would be when the tournament kicked off. And I just keep thinking about that, and it like has kind of set in for me that it's not going to happen. But at the same time, it like hasn't set in for me that it's not going to happen. Yeah, it's it's. And I boy. get real depressed, and then I look, and there's no basketball, there's no hockey, which I don't even watch hockey, but I would have watched hockey. There's no. Golf. There's no golf. <laughs> There's no baseball, which I would have got down for some baseball. I would have been jumped into spring training. I don't even have a team, but I would have done it. But I don't have the opportunity. I'm just I'm in a sportsless world. We are in a sportsless world. This is just this is wild. Well, and, and it's it's weird because it's uh, the the number of them that have been shut down, and we still have UFC going. Hey, if you're oh, apparently, apparently oh I'm so happy says. about that. <laughs> I am so happy about the UFC that Dude, we have that tonight and. To throw our money at something that people beat each other up. <laughs> That's what I need. I need people physically violent tonight. I need some knockouts. Punch I mean, people in the face. Break someone's clavicle. In the words of Will Ferrell. <laughs> Look, I mean, I'm not trying to get too serious on this either, but it is really odd to me that when you're talking about, when you have health experts saying to these other sports leagues, NBA, NCAA, golf, even uh, MLS, all these other sports are shutting down, canceling because uh, close contact is how you spread this very contagious virus. Uh, and then you have like the close contact of close contact sports. <laughs> Just went, like, no, 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 we're other. good. Yeah. <laughs> and correct me if I I'm wrong. Are they still rolling with fans too? No, no fans. No fans. Uh, okay, so good, yeah, good on them. Good for that. Yeah, so um, I know what the UFC is planning to do is right now I think they are in Brazil, so they have no fans in there, and then they are – I think they're having them change at like a different hotel and then they're going to bus them in and then they're going to fight and then they're going to immediately leave the arena. Like they're not going to hang around like they usually do. They're getting (laughs) them out of there. But so going forward, what they're doing is they're taking all of their fights that they were putting like across America and they are taking them uh, to the UFC Las Vegas, like small, like fight center and where there's like fit, like I think 110 people at max and they're only going to be like, staffed people and like uh and like the fighters like coaches wow. and they're gonna be in a very small arena and they are taking the one from oregon on the 11th of april down there now which i'm very depressed about because i was gonna go to that oh dang dude that's yeah nice. which i mean which you know, kind of makes unexpected. me mad because we have that 250 plus people can't meet for like four weeks right here 
and that goes till the eighth of April. But the fight's on the eleventh of April. So you know, I mean, you got to be careful it. about this though, yeah. too, man. That's and again, like you know, I I'm gonna say you and I are both young, even though obviously there's a bit of an age gap here. I'm gonna say, I'm 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 still young at heart. Okay? We're in the young bracket. I'm I'm certain as far as the this virus is concerned, we are both certainly in the young and safe bracket where we don't have to worry about it. But I think it's important. People got to remember, every single one of us knows someone out there. Uh, oh yeah. Who, who who this could affect. And let's actually relate this back to what happened with the NBA here. Let's talk th- about the few details. We're not going to go too detailed on a lot of this. We are not doctors here, mm-hmm. and there's obviously nope. a lot of questions. Uh, we there's a lot need. more people who have a lot more info about or like stuff about this that you should definitely be listening to, not us. We, and, you know, in a week going forward, we will probably have a little more information that we can share confidently, as well as some fun stuff. We're not just going to be focusing on the serious stuff. Uh, but we will be continuing to podcast uh, despite the lack of basketball. But let's focus in on what happened with the NBA as kind of a microcosm for the bigger example here. Rudy Gobert kind of being seen as patient zero, although that's not at all the true facts, not the true case of it, but that's yeah. just kind of the, the image right now. Uh, really made himself look bad by... Ooh, yeah. He was in an interview, I believe it was about... Uh, this kind of stuff, like the potential of the NBA shutting down or playing without fans at the time, that was really the question. And to kind of, whether he was trying to lighten the mood or make light of the scenario, what it came off as was looking pretty spiteful. And he just kind of pitter-patters, touches all the mics, all the recording devices out on the table before he leaves. Then, like, what, two or three days later, we found out he uh, that he tested positive. Uh, yeah. Now his teammate Donovan Mitchell as well. I think he is getting a ton of heat. Uh, rightfully so in both ways. Yeah, he was being like a 17-year-old little immature kid when you're like, hey, man, you're sick. Don't touch me. And he goes, oh, let me touch you. Let me touch Like he's being, yeah. I've, dealt, I've dealt with so many kids like that. So he definitely was being stupid that way. But I don't blame him because I think we all were. I don't think none of us were taking it serious. I know, I just know like that wasn't a super big deal all of a sudden. And all of a sudden, it became a big deal here. So yeah, he should have been smart. But it is curious to see the way Woj tweeted about him. I know some people were saying that was almost personal for Woj because he was pissed off about the whole microphone thing. So maybe Woj, I know some people were hating on him for using his platform to kind of bash Gobert. But seeing what Donovan Mitchell has kind of said, he's almost kind of said some stuff that like he was kind of mad about. And then then last night I saw on Twitter that somebody was on Royce O'Neal's like stream for like Twitch or whatever. And then someone asked him, about Rudy Gobert, and he said, and he said to go ask Donovan Mitchell about it or whatever. So Ooh. stuff like that. He was just like, well, I don't know, man. Like, why don't you go ask Donovan about it? like how he thinks about it? Like, and then he didn't say anything. So little stuff like that. I think the Utah Jazz could be in a little bit of trouble. Dude, yes. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm glad you were on that same page because that's what I was going to ask about too. Uh, I I was trying to pull it up right now. I can't find the apology that Donovan Mitchell had. Uh, So Rudy Rudy Gobert posted his thing saying thank you to fans for the support and kind of owning that he acted like an idiot. Uh, You know, and he he was trying to put it out there as like, let it be an example that we need to be safer and more sanitary. So good on him to at least own that part of it, right? But then Donovan Mitchell, when he tested positive, uh, he puts out a similar kind of post. I think it was on Instagram. I just couldn't find it real yeah, quick. Yeah, I think it was on Instagram. But the, the the thing I was trying to get to about it, though, was the wording he used in the middle there when it was his turn to kind of say the thing about let this be an example of how we should be acting or this kind of thing. It is very, very barely not referring to Rudy directly. You know what I oh, mean? Yeah. Like it, it's You can tell that like it, it, he doesn't say Gobert's name, but it's almost pretty specifically about what Gobert's been doing. And then in addition to that, to have 
Woj come out with the reports about other players talking about uh, how Gobert was kind of going around being all. I think the wording that I heard, saw was cavalier in the locker room that he was yeah. just kind of going about like just touching people unnecessarily, making a lie of this. It's like there's not a need for that. You, you got to be yeah. more. You got to be more mature than that. Way more mature, but also I think people need to also stop trying to blame him. Like he is right. the reason the NBA shut down. No, he he's got not it the for some zero. reason. Yeah, and like. And all these other people are getting it. So, yeah, he wasn't being smart about it. And then also now, like, you see that thing that he signed, like, yes, a, thank you something for, for a kid in Boston. Like, I don't... Dude, oh, yeah, I don't let's, know, like, let's be clear about like, that, too, because that's, yeah. that's something where they're... The way that they have came no idea out, how that happened. Like, what if yes. he gave it to Rudy? Or we Exactly. Don't know. The way that came out, it did try to make it almost sound like Rudy Gobert must have given this kid... He's getting a lot of heat right now during this media. And then now it's just turned political for so many different reasons. But now like, I think now they want to put blame on somebody. And it's clear that it can be Rudy. But it's like, you can't put blame on anybody on this right now. This was going to spread one way or another. But it just happened. He looked like an idiot. And then he, and then he also happened to be on camera looking yeah. like an idiot like right there we have the video that we can turn around of him touching the stuff so yeah um i don't think he should be getting as much hate and blame that he is getting but also at the same time he deserves the criticism because yeah man you you should have been smarter about it and then lost like you happened to be on camera doing it yeah so i'm sure other people <laughs> were doing it but they weren't on camera or they didn't get other people sick but also for the utah jazz they said that he was doing it to a lot of people, but yeah. But it's just him and Donovan Mitchell that have the virus. It's not anybody else. So let's say he was hugging everybody else. Like they didn't get it. So maybe hey, Donovan maybe, gave it to Rudy. <laughs> yeah, and, and again, it's it's impossible to tell at this point. There is no clear trail. I don't think there is going to be a clear trail for it. Uh, you know, it could just be that everyone else in there had better timing on when they were washing their hands or taking their next shower, man. It could be that simple. Who really knows? Uh that's enough uh, speculation on that, though. It's yeah, and real it's, quick. It's, yeah, what's up? Real quick, and I think this just shows that, or that this doesn't matter, like what kind of person you are, what popularity you have. This virus will come to you. These guys are millionaires. They're popular. They have popular names, and yet they them too have the coronavirus because it doesn't matter who you are. They will. You're vulnerable. So, and that was essentially the the honestly something we were talking about on uh, on the no show behind the scenes. Shout out to Brian and Eric. Hey, hey. Uh, is that we're, we're almost kind of lucky that this happened so quickly with the NBA uh, where they just had to be forced in the decision, like, nope, shut it down. We've got one. It's If this took longer to have a positive test, you would probably have uh, exponentially more people already affected. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And then, like, with the NBA, like, they're always, like, in different cities within four or five right. days. They're with big yeah. groups. They're with a lot of people. And then also, like, those guys go out sometimes into the city like they go to clubs they go to restaurants they go and see family members or friends who are out the city so yeah there's just so many opportunities to spread so yeah i think it was a i mean like very smart like on the nba you go like you know what like we can't have a team who can possibly be shut down for 14 days and then everyone else continues to play well and yeah and again exactly to express the serious it's not just a four to five day window uh and again we are not doctors we don't know all the details on coronavirus or COVID 19 i guess is the specific strain or whatever if we want to be more detailed and scientific about it that'll come later uh but yeah it sounds like it's a a long like a two-week incubating period where uh for a lot of this you might not even be showing symptoms not know you're sick and uh yeah it's that's that's what's making it so dangerous is that it's hard to track hard to contain and to the people that it does affect the seniors uh that would be more vulnerable to this. It's very dangerous, and so that that inability to contain it is why I think everyone had to jump on this quickly. So, 
just getting all that out of the way now that we are kind of past that if anyone is still out there asking why the, why sports leagues are freaking out mm-hmm. uh let's let's throw some theoreticals real quick uh on it before we get to some listener uh listener input uh but yeah just as far as this going forward we have like we kind of outlined earlier we've seen the nba suspend their season they're going to review in about 30 days ncaa has shut down the tournaments march madness is not happening this year uh, that has some big ramifications we can talk about. Ty, you kind of touched on the betting aspect as well, the sports gambling aspect that is so new to sports now and is drawn in such big audiences. Now you don't have sports to bet on uh, for the most part. Ugh, so it's that's so another sad. aspect. Uh, I've, I, I, and I think uh, we saw one Las Vegas book like just completely shut down their casino for a little bit. They're just like, yeah, we're not going to try and take rugby yeah. bets or cricket bets. We're just going to shut it down for a little bit, which is just wild because usually like right now, like this month of March, is probably like where they make most of their money through basketball since like obviously like with March Madness but then also you have like these like with the teams like with the NBA like trying to make the playoffs so that stuff starts ramping up you got uh like hockey is in their last like 4 weeks i believe and then like i think soccer just started up uh you have like the soccer Masters is- golf tournament uh yeah, yeah. was coming like all these big events where there where there's a ton of betting aspects is coming now that's not going to happen so yeah, that's going to be a Really and again, just to just to show the flip on on the head here. Last Sunday, my dad and my brother were at the Timbers game. They were like there enjoying the start of the season, and then days later, I think it was two days ago from now on the recording, uh, MLS joins the NBA and college ball and all that in suspending completely. Golf suspended completely. Uh, baseball, I think, is delayed as well. Yep. So baseball and NBA are are still holding on to the idea that they could come back. Let's start. Uh, Let's Real quick, though, there. Keith, let hey, me uh, throw something at you. I know we probably won't be doing betting lines uh, these next couple of episodes. But I, <laughs> hey, we but can do betting lines. Just fun Real quick, to I got a bet real quick for you. Which hey, major league sport will come back first? Soccer, baseball, Oh, that's baseball, a good one. I like it. Hockey. We got to put this out to the listeners, too. I'm going to type this up right now. Uh, which, which major league sport? So we're talking of baseball, hockey, hockey soccer, baseball. and basketball. Yep. Or we could even say... I know that, uh, like with college, is not a major league sport, but they might not care, and they might put their baseball teams or softball teams or like their tennis whatever right out before these major league teams because they were actually the last people to call their stuff. So they might, you know what? Let's put all our spring sports out. Wow, that's actually super interesting. Uh, the idea that <laughs> the idea that the teams that would come back first, on one hand, yeah, I could see college having a better chance because. Yeah, they definitely have an advantage with uh, having multiple sports that don't have to wait for a certain season, certain schedule. They've got all their arenas ready to go, uh, like on campuses and all that. So it's, I, I feel like there's probably some. They, it's not going to be shared the same way that NBA arenas are. As and far also as smaller and venues. I feel like for college sports, like they don't have big yeah, yeah. basketball stadiums. They don't have big baseball stadiums. They don't have. I think football is probably where it is. But right now, like we don't have to worry about that. But I think yeah, like so a basketball or, or like a baseball game would be like. I mean, like, I don't know, like 300 people, something like that. Right. So outside of football, because that one's not going yet. Yeah. There there is an interesting advantage there where college ball might come back before any of the professional leagues. But what about the irony of that, that the guys who'd be kind of coming back first, maybe kind of put on the line first at risk first would be the dudes who are not being paid and not the professionals. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of a little little sick in my mind. But, you know, it also depends on the date, like how long this actually plays out. the other side of this, though, is Twitter only gives four options. So I'm going to put the four professional leagues that <laughs> we're talking about here there as far go. as which one comes back. And we're going to put a poll up for that right now. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a great question. What do you think? Where are you at on it? Um, I honestly have no idea. Um, I 
I have no idea. I tried to actually think about it, and I'm not really sure, like... I'm just not sure, like, who really, like, runs hockey and what their mindset is with it. Like, maybe they're like, yeah, this thing's not a big deal. Let's get it going. Or, I don't know. I just don't know what the mindsets are of these owners. It's just different. So, um, I'll go on a limb and say... I think they'll say... I think baseball will come back first. Uh, maybe spring training... Um, some games or whatever. I think what will end up happening is they'll try to get really scientific with it and they'll make that come back first because it's not indoors. It's outdoors. So, you know, you have the fresh air aspect, which I don't. I know that some people have been saying that's maybe that's not a big deal, but I feel like getting people more outside sitting than like a basketball venue where like it's a dome and it's all closed in and they're all in this big area with walls and a roof. I don't know. I feel like that could almost limit the... The science behind it, maybe I'm just completely wrong. But I'm going to say baseball comes back first. I could see that. I can, baseball is kind of almost next in line for their regular start. So, And the fact they're not going yet, where NBA, MLS, NHL were all kind of like caught off guard, having to make split decisions and now having to kind of reassess. Uh, baseball might have an advantage among those four teams. Yeah, I could see that. I think I might be siding with you on that one. I, I'm curious when the NBA comes back if you think uh, – is there going to be a regular season? Are they going to try and finish things out, or are they just going to go straight into the playoffs because it's all going to be short on time? I th- I honestly think that the NBA, yeah, this sucks for them right now, but I honestly think probably like inside of the headquarters, this isn't the worst thing for them at the moment because I think they were looking at maybe pushing this season farther in, like maybe try to get that August, June uh, where there is no sports, and they were... And then I know that has been discussion in the past about maybe like shortening this season or maybe like lengthening the playoffs or whatever, just to hit that that spot where there are no sports. So maybe now this gives them the opportunity to go, hey, you know what? Like we had no choice. Let's push it to August and see what the TV ratings are. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, let's say like stuff shoots up. Then they go, you know what? Let's hit June and August now. Let's or let's start our season at Christmas and then let's go till June for that dead period of sports now. I think now this gives them an idea to look ahead and try out things that they kind of wanted to in the past, but they would have, but they would have had a hard time doing. Now they have a wow, yeah, a, a situation to do it. So I think we will see stuff that they want to implement. That I think now they have a, a chance to do it because there is that's, that dead period of sports, that, and then that's where like where we've seen the big three come in, and that's where we've seen like the XFL came in right after football. So there's those dead periods, and then now like if basketball can go, you know what? Let's take both those dead periods and make them ours, and then football can have November and October, whatever. We're fine there, and we'll get December through, like, August. Dude, that's crazy. I, that totally makes sense where this could be – the NBA was already looking at schedule changes, so this could totally be a catalyst to kind yeah. of push those changes along. Wow. What, so, so you're talking about an earlier start on – kind of the next season is that what you're saying well i think that's how they would be able to do it i say like they find success with june and august that they'll obviously have to start the schedule a little bit later like because they or yeah because or because they wouldn't be able to go from like what is it like october like 20th to like june so i think they would have to either start around thanksgiving or christmas and but with that you're pushing the season back anyway so then right after august leads to september or whatever and then that's when your free agency and stuff can happen and ramp up Gee, <laughs> boy, it sounds so like basically you're just kind of this out already. I've not. I mean, I've just kind of been thinking about it, but I've also nice. heard of 
last month or two about this has been stuff they have been talking about anyway. Like when I listen to like the Low Post or like just listen to other like more like national podcasts and they talk about like schedule changes or playoff changes or whatever. These are always stuff that some guys, you know what, like this is stuff that has been discussed, but they don't know. But now I think now they have an opportunity to try it out. So I think they're actually, yes, this was not very good for them, but they're not the only one out right now. So it's not like they're sitting out and then like, and then like whatever else like is like taking advantage of all this time. Like they're out too. And then now I think they're maybe looking ahead and you know what, this might benefit us going forward. Because this would also get them out of maybe like with the March Madness, like when the playoffs come up, like when March Madness, same type of thing. You can kind of spread it out. Then March Madness yeah, has yeah. this deal. Like then, because then right now, like they have what, like a month till the playoffs. So they're trying to compete with March Madness for like primetime playoff games or not playoff games, but like, but or but stuff like that. Like who's getting in? So I don't know. Uh, I know I've probably been okay. rambling on this one for a while. Let me take this to an extra tangent as far as uh, what could happen with some of this. If you start adjusting the schedule, just to, you know, just to kind of maybe wet fans' appetites a little bit. If you start adjusting the schedule uh, and moving the season more towards warmer months, think of all the cold NBA cities, even Portland. Uh, as I look outside, and we're covered in snow in March. Yeah, uh, th- that would benefit from just the change in perception. The idea that you know teams uh, when when teams come up here to visit uh, when free agents are thinking about the city, they're not thinking as much about the coldest, darkest, wettest months of the season. They're yeah. thinking about, oh, man, look at spring. Look at that. Oh, yeah. look at a beautiful fall. I don't uh, know, that man. would this for sure nice. sell people. Yeah. I think, yeah, I, I, that's why I think are so, like, I think somewhere back in those NBA offices, they obviously aren't happy about this, but in a way, yeah. they're like, <laughs> well, let's find the positive light in this. There could be opportunity. Uh, speaking of uh, Twitter, actually, let's throw in some from some other uh, listeners here. I uh, threw something up earlier just asking what people wanted to talk about, and one of the first responses in there was Snow from Ryan Whitledge over at uh, uh, Blazer Tag Podcast. What's up, Woody? Shout out to him. Hey! Uh, yeah, we already kind of talked about the snow, the giant snowflakes. Uh, is it still snowing at your place, Ty? Um, my window's closed. Uh, it's not currently snowing at the moment. Okay, it at least is slowing down over here. It looks like it might be easing off a bit. So, okay, we're not going to get snowed in after all. That's, uh, I'm feeling better already. The sun's coming out. I can see it now. So, Witty, uh, the snow is fading. I hope it's looking as good for you up in Vancouver, brother. Uh, also, we have... From Cassidy, oh gosh, I'm gonna screw up her last name. I'm so sorry, Cassidy. Shout out to Cassidy uh, from hey! the Blazers What Pod uh, with uh, her and Tara. She asks how how we take this time to form a campaign to bring the WNBA to Portland after the apocalypse. No world pandemic can stop my need to bring back the Portland Fire. Rip City Podcasters Unite. I'm with her. Uh, Ty, I don't know about you. I'm not really into this whole bring baseball to Portland thing, but I would be down for some WNBA. Um, I mean, I'm down for both. I, I wouldn't know, mind yeah. baseball here. Uh, let's bring in more professional. Let's make it a cooler city. That would also help the Blazers. Hey, look, there's more professionals in this city, not just you're not there the you only go. one. There you Stuff go. like that. Uh, it'd bring more tourism to the city. I think it'd be cool to go see some baseball games. Uh, and also for the WNBA, Lay, I don't know why we don't have it here. I think they would uh, thrive here. Well, this is a basketball city. We get behind the Blazers through thick or thin. Um, we get behind our college teams no matter what. Like I know like when the Ducks are really good, that really helps up. But even like when the Beavers aren't really good, there's a lot of fans and diehard fans. I've seen that uh, like AAA baseball team, like that uh, like Volcanoes in Salem or whatever, like they get sellout fans for their or for their AAA baseball team. So I think here in Oregon, we really get behind you un- like I don't know like unique stuff like that, but just like we get behind our sporting team. So I think we'd really thrive with a baseball team and with a WNBA team. Yeah, and and, and a know, G League team or a D oh, League oh, team. Oh, there we go. 
And yeah, and to be fair, I'm not hating on baseball too much. I would not be against it. I used to go see the uh, the games back before it was the Timber Stadium. I would go see baseball in there with the Beavers. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's just it's not my not my particular flavor. But I have no problem bringing more sports to Portland. It would be awesome. It would certainly uh, just bring more more gravity for the Blazers. So I'm down with that. Uh, let's expand kind of on on again back to focus a little bit on one other aspect of the coronavirus thing. Uh, and w- and this whole pandemic that has sent us home and kept the uh, kept us uh, sportsless, but uh, something I saw brought up. Uh, actually, I think Mark Cuban was the first one I saw mention it, and I've seen a lot of t- conversation from uh, Blazers Twitter as well. What to do about the small time, uh, the small business vendors and the part time workers that would be working these games, uh, working businesses surrounding basketball and, yep. and the other sports. Uh, Mark Cuban, I think, brought it up on a, on one of the national uh, TV broadcasts as this was all going down, as as the sports were being canceled, as the leagues were being canceled. Uh, and I've seen the Blazers post. First, I saw Caleb Swanigan actually. He was the first Blazer I saw touch on it, where he said he uh, something about on Twitter that he was feeling bad for everything going on. He knows a lot of people didn't have resources, and if anyone knew where he could help in Portland, like where he could put some of his resources to send him a DM. So if you haven't seen that yet, uh, go find Caleb Swanigan on Twitter. Um, I'm trying to remember what his handle is right now offhand. But uh, Caleb Swanigan, shout out to Caleb Swanigan. That's awesome for them. I mean, he's a guy who's not on a big contract. He's on a right. like end yeah. of a rookie deal. He's been traded. He's been traded now back to Portland. So some people might not like the city because they got traded. Like, even though it had nothing to do with the city, it's the yeah. team. Like, he might not have some feelings towards him. Now he's coming back. He's looking to help. Like, he doesn't have much money. But shout out to him. Like, yeah, dude. that's um. So like, here it goes. For him, like, he's definitely deeper than basketball. Like, just following him on social media is like, he, like, loves being basketball. But, like, there's more to him than just basketball, which is awesome to see. Hell yeah, man. Amen to that. Seriously. So so here's the tweet. I found it. Uh, by the way, his handle is Sly5Jack with two Ys and two Ks on the end of Sly and Jack. And it's at Caleb Swanigan 50 my heart goes to the homeless families and also the single men slash women. I wish I knew how to help the defenseless at a time like this. If there's anything in the PDX area to help people in need, my DMs are open. So, yeah, again, he's just pointing out, trying to reach out to the people who don't necessarily have other resources, other places to turn. Uh, so I, I hope people have reached out to him if they have any information. I've also seen the Blazers, I think through Jason Quick, the Blazers have said they are formulating a plan to help pay the workers for the nine home games that we had left this season. And that is an awesome effort. It's an awesome outreach. But mm-hmm. I got to say something that has been pointed out by other podcasters, by I think um, Pinwheel Empire as well, and a number of other people. Uh, there's a lot more that happens in the Rose Garden beyond those nine home games. There are other concerts, other yep. events that these uh, employees are also going without wages for. And so hopefully there will be more, uh, you know, kind of like a, a wider spread as far as who they're going to try and take care of. Uh, and, you know, let's just harken back to, uh, you mentioned how awesome it is with Caleb Swanigan. We saw um, Zion, Zion Williamson down in New Orleans do something yep. very similar. I think he said he's going to pay all the wages for the employees of, uh, of the stadium down there for 30 days, I believe is what it was. We've seen Kevin Love donate, I think, 100K uh, to a, a cause in Cleveland as well. Yep. And Blake Griffin as well. Yes, thank you. So it, Yeah, it it's really cool it's to awesome see these guys show. step up. Uh, it's fascinating to see Zion do it at 19 years old. He's right. coming out. Same type of thing. Yeah, like, Low yes, he was the number one overall pick. But, yeah, yeah. but yeah, but like he's on like a 
what, like a $9 million rookie deal. Plus, he has his endorsements. He's fine. But for him to come out as a 19-year-old and do that before his team, who makes billions of dollars, that owner, uh, the Bensons, they have billions of dollars in their name. Like, that's a definitely a hot topic. I know a lot of people are on. But, yeah, like, it is kind of fascinating to see these players come out before their, like, teams and come out yeah. and say, like, hey, we're going to support these people. And, yes, I know these organizations, they have a lot more paperwork and red tape and stuff they have to go to. Like, they can't just come out and say stuff. That's a fair they have, point, yeah. Like, shareholders, they have people. I don't know. Like, there's a lot more stuff behind business for them to come out and say, yes, we're going to give them, like, or, like, give money to people. Like, there's just stuff they have to do. That's just how businesses are. Yeah, and especially um, for these teams who are worth millions and millions and millions of dollars, um, there's just less stuff. And they like, I mean, like for Mark Cuban to come out, yeah, he's a super popular guy who's the face of the Mavericks, who was on ESPN. So yeah, like he can come out and say that because like mostly it's his money. Like he's the main right. dude of the Mavericks, so he can say that. But for someone for the Blazers to come out and say it, and not Jody Allen, and it's, I mean, like it's not their money. Sadly, I mean, like she probably has to check with her lawyers, check yeah. with her uh, things before point. they can go and go. Hey, I'm giving out five hundred thousand dollars. Or I don't know, but I am glad to see that we are seeing all these people just come together. It's just, uh, it's it's really cool to see these athletes uh, just start giving away, or just like, or just trying to help out the people that or that that like help them out for games and stuff. So there you go. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to see the support turn around. One hundred percent. Let me flip this on its head a little bit. Uh, we haven't heard too much in detail on this next issue, but uh, more of a negative aspect, something that's kind of maybe uh, not bringing people together as much, but a little bit more of a, a threat going the other direction. Woj put out some tweets talking about the players, NBA players' salaries being at risk. Yeah. Uh, his tweet said, The NBPA spelled out terms on a doomsday provision included in the CBA that could free owners from paying players a percentage of their salaries should the rest of the season be lost to the coronavirus pandemic. Uh, to break yep. that down, basically just saying there's there's some fine print in the last uh, contract between the players' union and the NBA that could say, hey, you know, if war or plague or catastrophe happens, we can, you know, we don't have to pay you for games that didn't happen. Uh, that's okay, you know, I'm sure if it's in the yeah. contract, there's that kind of thing, but that's uh, that's pretty dirty and underhanded and just just pretty vile to be thinking about right now when we're talking about yep. people needing to come together and trying to spread resources around to make sure that the less fortunate and those who have less resources are still taken care of. Uh, let me just follow up real quick. The, the, he Woj did throw another tweet out there. It says, there's been no discussion about the league or owners trying to trigger this clause, but the union clearly wanted players to make uh to know that it exists yeah and so yeah well, that's again, what cj mccollum said like right off the bat he said that hey guys right. like we don't play like we don't play which it makes sense in a way like they are there to play basketball games and then like if something stuff like this happens it's kind of out of both players control like owners of them yes they shouldn't just all of a sudden say like we're not going to pay you um that is i'm sure i'm not sure what all the uh like legal stuff is but i know that's why most people like the nba kind of because they do have more guaranteed money like the, or because uh let's say like this was like, i feel like if this was like the nfl like they would be getting uh like more drastic i feel like because because their money's not as guaranteed like you can just cut someone and like and stuff like that so i feel like i feel like these nba players yeah they might not get the remaining nine games but i feel like they'll still get like maybe like their like season bonus or stuff like that. I'm not sure, but it is a uh, kind of weird that all of a sudden they're gonna put this out and go, hey, by the way, you might not get all your money during this 
yeah. tried times. <laughs> and then guys for like Damian Lillard, CJ, like LeBron, yeah, like it's not a big deal. But for guys like Nasir Little or guys who are like 10-day contracts, like this is a big deal for them. Like they need to know like they have a source of income or they have money coming in or stuff like that. Yeah, and, and you know, it's uh, obviously, again, it's this is it's less of a big deal for these guys than it is for the small vendors that we talked about earlier. But yep. the point here is this is beyond anyone, anyone who's actually yeah. been directly affected by the virus. This is going to influence uh, economies on a yep. massive level that I don't think anyone has really predicted yet. Uh, it, this is, I, we haven't seen the peak of this, I think, is the big thing to get through here. Uh, we are not at... It, it's, it's, it's probably going to get crazier. I don't want to say worse. I'm trying to be optimistic. It's probably going to get crazier, crazier. than it's uh, be- before it gets better, before it gets easier. Well, like, yeah, it's just crazy. And then I don't know if I'm just kind of, this is kind of a side tangent or whatever, but yeah, like, I think it's going to get a little crazier. And then what the problem is, is like, even right now, like we have like this toilet paper fiasco, like where everyone's <laughs> buying about the toilet paper and yep. no one can get it. So then now what's happening is I was just at Safeway and or like my place where I was buying stuff or whatever, and uh, I couldn't get any toilet paper. And I was like, well, I might have to go to Baby Wipes. And I was like, nah, I don't, gonna, I won't get those or whatever. And as I walked by, this this person has like a basket full of Baby Wipes. And then people come in with babies, and then they don't have Baby Wipes. And now we don't have stuff for the babies. We don't have exactly, stuff for that. And that's, dude. And and that stuff's gonna continue to happen. People are gonna hold up all the like canned foods or soups and just like yeah. I hope it doesn't continue this way where everybody's just buying up everything and then it ends up getting worse and also what's ridiculous is i know this is like a big meme and stuff but like we say don't go to big crowds and then these grocery stores are just slammed with people yeah like that's where it's going to continue to go and now it's going to go into the food or whatever because everyone's in the grocery store coughing at each other and big groups and 30 lines and it's like oh my gosh but exactly the the real point here is please don't if you go in there, don't just clear the shelves. This is not this is not going to be an apocalypse where we only need to be like stocking up in into our our, our our you know nuclear shelters kind of thing. We need to be working together. We need to be obviously limiting social contact, but just yep. being smart about sanitation, making sure that everyone has what they need, not that that certain people have surplus. Please be friendly. Okay, uh, getting off the podium, the, the pedestal, <laughs> pedestal and that kind of thing. I want to talk about one other aspect that is being affected here that we have not touched on, Ty. Yeah. The Trailcasters Fantasy League, sir. Oh, it is the in, biggest deal of all. It, <laughs> it is in uh, uh, suspense right now. I, I don't know exactly how to put it. We're going to have to wait on probably next episode for some more official word from the uh, uh, Trailcasters Fantasy League GM. <laughs> but I, I just got to throw out there, uh, Wednesday, uh, as, as this was all going down, I got uh, contacted from one of our players, uh, one of our general managers, that is, Double Beast at Apocalypse Plox, immediately asking, you, you a week or two ago questioning if people were even playing this, <laughs> this guy on Wednesday, as this is going down, immediately asks, what's happening to the Fantasy Leagues now? Come on, man. Like, if, if we didn't have enough evidence I already. I take the L on that one. I take the <laughs> L. I was wrong. You guys are playing. And look, just, just to hammer this home as well, on the, uh, on the, 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 what I put out earlier, the, <laughs> when, when I asked earlier for, uh, for any sort of input that people wanted to hear about, besides hearing about Snow from Ryan Witte and Cassidy about the WNBA, we had Rashid Walden, another one of our GMs at OG Jailblazer. Are we calling the Fantasy League? I don't want to say it. I don't want to go there, man. But I don't know how we can continue if there's no games to it's have. It's not our choice. We can't, <laughs> we, can't, we can't do anything about it. It's kind of out of you our hands. You can hold on to it and 
We okay, can just okay. continue it. And until the NBA is called, that's when the fantasy league will be called. But we will hold strong. Yes, it's, it's suspended until uh, the NBA comes back, I guess, is the only real. <laughs> that's all we got for you. Oh, Unless we man. could put together, we'd have to. Oh, man, I'm not going to do the work. We'd have to somehow go through <laughs> and someone would have to get 2K and put each together's right. teams through custom 2K and then sim the season, even though that wouldn't be realistic because these guys are all on the same team, we could finish it that way. We I'm not going to do that, but if someone <laughs> wants to spend all that time, you listen. I, I've I've got I've got 2K19 on my on my PlayStation. I could fire that up. I'm not going to buy 2K20. I uh, don't have the budget right now, but uh, yeah, we could do last year. Hey, maybe that's even the way to get, do it. In 2019, we didn't have any of these players affected by this stuff yet, so we just nope. take a trip back in time and play healthy rosters, a healthy Nurk, a healthy Zach. Uh. Oh, those were the days. That was something, too. Like, right <laughs> after, like, I had heard, like, the NBA might take a break. I thought it might be, like, a week break at first. I'm like, that's going to be a week. And I'm like, this might actually help the Blazers because they'd get Nurkic back healthy. Right. Uh, and then and then also maybe they get to bring Zach Collins back around quicker than they thought from the more games because there was the break now that week for his shoulder. But now it's looking like a month. But regardless, it looks like when this season comes back and they are thinking that it might come back this year, The I mean... Now, like, this team might have Nurk and Collins and more of a healthier Damian Lillard coming off that groin injury to push for the second half of the season. For now, they still have maybe the same amount of games. Now they have their full players. So I don't, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm well, looking forward full. to next season with a healthy roster. But at this point, man, like, I was already pretty much, you know, like one, I was foot, uh, one foot over the line as far as saying, yeah, the, the season is over. Like, we're not going to be making the play. We, we had... I think I saw something earlier. I can't remember exactly what the numbers were. But we essentially have, like, for the last, what, 16 or 18 games, I think we have 18 games left, the Blazers would need something like 14 and 4 or something like that to uh, But now if they have Nurkic challenge. and Collins, they could go 14 and 4. <laughs> but we're not going to play the full regular season. No, They're not going to come back and play 18 games. They play, if like, four saw, games, have a mini camp, and then go to playoffs or something. Yeah, like if, if they don't just go straight to playoffs. I mean, and it would make total sense if there's a time crunch on this that – they go straight to playoffs. And especially if if this goes beyond even this first initial 30 days, which is totally possible, i got to be honest. They, look, nowhere in the world, I think, have we seen enough of a response to really contain this. We're, we're seeing, actually, I think, over in, I believe, in South Korea and other parts of uh, uh, Europe or Asia, they are starting to contain and fight back, uh, being able to kind of keep this from expanding. But the U.S., this is going to, again, it's going to get more spread. It's going to get worse before it gets better. There I go. I did say it the, the bad way. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I could totally see the NBA being suspended for more than 30 days. And if if there is that kind of time crunch, this is not going to be a thing where we have a regular season at all. They're just going to play the playoffs with the teams available, and the Blazers should just get ready for a healthy roster next year. Uh, do, you, do you disagree? Do you think there's better chance of something else? Mm, no, Tell me I'm crazy. Probably, no, no, you're not crazy. <laughs> you're not crazy. You're, you're right there. But... All, all in all, no, I don't think they're going to play the last 18 games of the season. They'll play probably six games if they do play. Or they'll just cut it and good, or, and then just jump right into the playoffs like they normally would maybe. That might be something they're looking at too, going, you know what, let's let's just cut the rest of the season and start the playoffs when they would have started. Yeah, I see, I, Cause when I feel like... or Because that would be, what, like the end of April? Yeah. That would be kind of the plan, but again, like, and that's that's if it if that's if they come back on track with this thirty days, right? Yeah, that's well, yeah. There's so much speculation. We have, we like we don't know anything at the moment, so who well, knows? Hey, I'll, 
I'll say this of a uh, of the seven early votes so far on the poll we put out earlier in the episode. How about that? See, we got to do this more. Putting out some uh, polls early in the episode and get votes. live returns. When uh, was it? <laughs> I haven't voted yet, but of the seven votes that we have so far, seventy one percent saying NBA is the first league to come back. Uh, MLB and NHL are tied, and MLS is last. That's interesting. I, I, you know, I gotta say that almost just sounds like which ones people are fans of. I bet there's like, I bet of those. I seven want the NBA to come back first. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Uh, I'm, I'm super curious uh, how this plays out. So as, so as far as with all this off time, uh, at least for the next thirty days that we don't have the NBA, we will cover other things that come back. Obviously, we'll give some updates on this COVID stuff, uh, but tie we got to have some other things to cover so listeners obviously if you can write in tell us what you want to hear about but beyond that tie i saw you post earlier about tv shows let me try and bring up yes. that list that you had i did post a tv show uh my or like top ones i recommend what about my tv show recommendations we got to talk about tv shows for sure we're, we're definitely gonna have to get in there on that one let's jump on it i have that i mean i have my list off the top of my head okay, do it. it's not in order i have game of thrones which is yes. on HBO. Yep. Billions, which is on Showtime. Uh, so I also have The 100, which is on Netflix. You can watch Entourage, which is on HBO. Silicon Valley, which is on... Um, I think that's HBO. So And then you have Stranger Things, which is Netflix. You have The Office, which is Netflix. Ballers, which is HBO. You have Last Chance You, which is Netflix. You have Arrow, which is Netflix. Oh, you have Peaky Blinders, which is Netflix. Nice, and yeah. okay. you have The Ozark. Um, on Netflix. See, why can't I find this Ozark. list? I saw this earlier and I loved it, but I can't find this on your on your Twitter page. Not in order, but I highly recommend all those shows. Um, I think... I, which one's coming out soon? When did you post this? I want this list in front of me just so I can, uh, so I can like, March see March 20th. No, 12th. 20th. Oh, okay, you posted like two days ago. Gotcha. Idiot. Um, <laughs> I think Ozark's coming out uh, new season, 27th of March here, so coming up. That will be the third season. That show is really good if you are into uh, – it's pretty intense. It's about money laundering in a yeah. way. Yeah, dude. Very good. Very. Uh, uh, so it has Jason Bateman in it, which I know a lot of people probably know him as a comedian uh, guy. He's in this. He plays a serious role, but he's not, like, serious. Like, he's just kind of like a normal – like, he's just playing a normal guy, but, like, he kind of brings some, like, lightness because of – because he's him and he kind of like just the way he says stuff is almost funny but he's not trying to be funny so he does a really good job um i let's see i just finished peaky blinders which is really good okay here you know what let uh, let me ask you this uh just to start i want to go through some of these shows real quick and we'll we'll save some of this for later because i know you got to get running uh but peaky blinders loved the first couple seasons of it this last season uh, like the most uh the most recent one I don't get the ending, man. Like, I'm not going to spoil it alert, too much here. Real quick. People haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not, not going to spoil anything here, but just going to be vague. I felt like it was one of these shows where they had all these amazing storylines, some really fun stuff going on, and then the ending just seemed like, what the hell was that? I, could just, it didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that's the point. Po- it just like, yep. yeah, it was weird. Um, it was different. I think, I know, I'm definitely with you. It's definitely, um, they put you on a hook. Um, it like it's not like it's necessarily even leading in towards next season. They're not in a way like it has to. Like I mean, yeah, I, mean, I like, guess so. Yeah, like, man, I mean, weird. like the way it ends, like they definitely are leaving a lot of questions on what's gonna. Like I don't know what. I mean, real quick spoiler alert was what he <laughs> what he did 
real at the end before? Like what he imagined? Was that real right before he went right. into the field? I don't right. know. Dude, exactly. Okay, see, so I like how a, you did it without actually doing a spoiler. You keep saying spoiler alert, but then we don't spoil anything. This is good. This is like I'm, the I'm this a pro. Vague I hate, that we can I, come back I hate later. spoilers, so I'm <laughs> I'm with it. I hate anybody spoil stuff. I usually turn off podcasts when they go to talk about TV shows, so because I don't ever want to be spoiled. Okay, but, okay, yeah. And to be clear, we're not spoiling anything today. We might talk. We'll it's have such a, a good show. Episode. It takes yeah. a lot of twists and turns. I know I was saying like it did not go the way I thought it was going to go, but I am pumped about it. I Yeah, like it ended in question, but I'm like, okay, that ended in a what the f***. I need to know what happens now. Okay, let me respond to some of your other list here. Because, yeah, I agree with you. Peaky Blinders was awesome. It was it was an excellent show. It was definitely had some what the f*** moments at the end of it, and I'm confused, but again, no spoilers today. We'll come back to that. Let me just go off some of this other list if you got a minute. You good? Yeah. Yep, good. Okay, so obviously Game of Thrones is amazing. So I good. loved how it started. I had all these high hopes because, like, okay, it's based off books that are yep. written already. Even I, I didn't realize they weren't fully written yet. Uh, but I had all these ideas like, okay, cool, it'll be a contained storyline, not something that's going to get milked for TV. And then what happens is that it got milked for TV. They ruined, in my opinion, they ruined the last couple seasons with cheaper writing, uh, cheaper storylines. The ending was not as, like, you know, we said Peaky Blinders was a weird what the f ending. Game of Thrones is like, come on, man. Like, yeah. we're gonna, that's how we're going to do this. And uh, I, I mean, I guess we're doing no spoilers today. Like I said, even though Game of Thrones has been long enough, if you haven't seen that yet, the you know, you're not safe from spoilers. Uh, other parts on the list. Ozark was amazing. I can't wait for more Ozark. Mm -hmm. It's a fantastic oh, show. So good. Uh, Silicon Valley is hilarious. Stranger Things. Love that one. Now, dude, a lot of these other ones, I got to say, Entourage I saw some of back in the day. Uh, it's been a long time though, but billions, uh, billions I've never seen. Ooh, ooh, you gotta watch that. Ballers I've never checked out. Arrow, what's Last Chance You? Is that on? Which one's that on? That's on the, uh, or, or that's Netflix, and that goes in. They have like a documentary crew that goes into these junior colleges who guys who were, like, who'd be good enough to play D1 football, but they maybe had bad grades or bad oh, personalities, okay. or like they got in like legal trouble. So now they have to go to like California state junior college to go get a scholarship to ucla and they follow these teams around and uh a lot of just real shit happens like it's not any fake then they uh and they got pretty popular when they went second season they had this coach named jason brown and uh he just like i don't know you would have to watch him he's just like what you would imagine every terrible high school coach who thinks they should have went pro who talks like all that stuff like he just he's some big white dude from compton so he in a way thinks he can like has that like rep to be like a gangster almost like he tries to talk to these kids like he's 22 years old like gangster from compton and he's not so that got pretty popular because he would say a lot of crazy stuff uh but it's a very intense show and there's a lot of um players who've gone on and like who got better and they got scholarships like arkansas or like they got whatever and they moved on and then now have gone pro and stuff so there's a lot of um that's pretty fun to watch because i like football and stuff so that's always cool nice, man. No, I, and I like then that. what was the other one you said that you didn't know was it arrow uh yeah hadn't seen arrow hadn't seen ballers those are the other two on your list that I oh so smart. ballers is um well, that I actually know, that's is the rock right yeah that's the rock and that initially i was reading this lebron james book um it's about 
his like business adventures or, whatever, or like ventures or whatever and the and that was supposed to be a movie ballers and they actually were planning on having lebron i don't know if be in it but almost be like a big part of it but then they end up oh. scrapping the movie and they put it away and then it became a tv show with the rock so i don't know what happened there but that show is about him uh, so the Rock, like he's a sports agent trying to build his own sports agency or like buy a football team, and they use like a lot of like real life football players, basketball players, actors. Yeah. It's almost like a modern day show, and they only like it, and they only have like three or four people who aren't themselves. It's kind of the same thing as Entourage, you know, like how they use yeah, a lot yeah, of like yeah. famous actors and whatever. Yeah, that's kind of the feel I've got from uh, from the brief snips. You know, one of my favorite shows all time was Dexter, and that had the same issue that where. You've never seen Dexter? Oh, dude. No. It came out the same time as Breaking Bad, which is one of the other all-time best shows, dude, I swear. Uh, it was like the pre-Game of Thrones epics, you know, these ones that just people got yeah. obsessed with. But, uh, man, I'd feel old if those were, like, before your time. Don't make me feel so old like that. They're not before uh, my time. I, for a while, didn't watch, I didn't watch a lot of TV. So oh, okay, okay. All right. I've right. just... I mean, like, I just finished Friends like, a couple months ago. Nice. <laughs> Stuff like that. I, Boy, okay, I'm catching up young. on a lot of the older shows to try and... <laughs> like, even, like, Entourage. Like, I, 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 I watched that one late, and I'm still... I think I have one more season left. Yeah, dude. Well, you got to check out Dexter. It's amazing. And there's other shows that have, like, basically emulated it since then. You is a really big one on Netflix right now, and they basically mm-hmm. tried to do, like, a social media-based version of Dexter in a lot of ways. Okay. It's based off the, the same author. There, this Russian author, Dostoevsky, wrote a number of kind of psychological books, and Dexter is based off the theory of the extraordinary man. You is based off that and kind of a few other ones. You see it pop up in a lot of different shows as well uh but check that out check out breaking bad i saw some people in uh the responses to your list too mention um spartacus mentioned true detective spartacus i've seen i've not gone into true detective yet but that's definitely on the list um yeah see there yeah. we go someone else got the breaking wire bad in there. the wire is out. excellent dude oh, there you see the wire is actually the that. precursor to all the like that was the show where people just got crazy obsessed with in my opinion but that was more like back when i was in college so that might you know be again like one to kind of look up uh, X-Files. Lost. Did you ever watch Lost? I watched Lost with my family when it first started coming out. I, and then I actually watched it on DVD. Um, I used to watch like that. I never finished it because we like didn't have the last season of the DVD. Like We had to wait till it went on on TV before we were watch it. And then we kind of just forgot about it. And then I like heard about how it ended and everything. But... I need to go back and maybe rewatch that now that I am older and now that I can yeah. actually maybe finish it because I because I did hear that it ended weird and that and that it was not the best and that all this type of stuff but I need to do it like finish it for myself. Well, and I think Lost was again as far as the timeline goes, Lost was one of those first series where uh, I think social media played a big role yep. where like episode by episode, week by week, people could kind of yep. comment on what was good, not good. And so then the show kind of tried to milk certain things, certain ways. And, you know, whether that ended good or not, who knows? I've never seen that one. That's uh, my wife. Abby tried to get me to watch that at one point uh, and we never really got through it. But, you know, we, we, we binge a lot of shows on the weekends, So maybe we'll get uh, another chance to that The Witcher. It's that one. Someone... And um, I have two other old ones. Uh, so the, it's called. um shit it's called 24 <laughs> that's yes. the one you seen oh. that one with jack uh, bauer i saw the first couple seasons of that one but that one was again when i was so in college, intense 
I was moving it at one point, like in the season or like between their seasons, and I missed the start of one season. So ah. I could basically couldn't pick it up in the middle and yeah. just fell off the show entirely. Uh, that one look, was intense. Someone else on on your response mentioned The Witcher. Have you have you watched that one on Netflix? I did not. Dude, I I was so going good. to, but then I heard it was like bland. No, and that's like, totally wrong. I read that's too much bull- into the reviews of people saying it was trying to be too Game of Thronesy and. Oh, dude, no, no, it's it's good. It's okay. The, watch it. I, I gotta watch it. Okay, there's gonna, there's gonna be more seasons coming for it. This first one they did kind of like there's the big thing that confused me when I watch it is they cover a lot of time. Like we're talking a different generations pass through, and this one character is in all of them, but all the other people are like. You know, at one point, the grandma in one scene is super young and the ruling queen in Ooh. another scene. Uh, so okay. interesting touch that way in different episodes. But it's a really good intro to what they're going to be doing with future seasons. It, I'm playing Witcher 3 on PlayStation right now. It's an amazing game. Got lots of time to do it now that we don't have sports. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, dude, yep. Better Call Saul, Watchmen, I see also on the list here, Narcos. So, yeah, we got some people with good taste, dude. So we can definitely get into some TV shows. Uh, and it sounds like you and I might have some different ones that we're watching. So maybe we'll kind of push different ways and see who, uh, who, which listeners are, are on whose side here. I always got to like make it, it a competition. Bring it. <laughs> there we Bring go. It. Bring it. Okay. There we go. Good. Well, we got, see, there we go. We got plenty of, uh, of sports and sports betting right here on the Trailcasters. Even without sports going on nationally, uh, we will make our own games. But, Ty, the, the professional ramblers that we are, we've gone another solid hour <laughs> without Love even it. really talking Blazers. We so, don't need uh, sports. We just yeah. need a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Well, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it so much. Uh, I know you got to get to work, go and cover the catastrophes uh, and all the rest of it and sort out. Boy, As a man. small business owner, like Mark yeah. Cuban said, I don't know if you all saw his tweet, but support local business. Support, support small business. Support local business. Yes, please. Go and get uh, go and get a coffee at Ty's place. Damn it, I'm forgetting. Cowboy that. coffee. Go and get a coffee. In Malala, Oregon. Go and get a coffee at Cowboy Coffee in Malala, Oregon. Uh, anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Um, nope. Just I know everybody's saying it, but just continue to wash your hands. Be yes. safe. There are no <laughs> cool people in this moment. Don't be the guy who's too cool for the coronavirus. There is none of that. So, Yes. And in closing, your honorable listeners, wash your hands. That's it. That's our show. Thank you, Ty. As always, thank you, Odar. Thank you, Clearly Speaking Oregon. Uh, And thank you, listeners, for always listening. We will have more coming here soon. Sports or no sports, we will have plenty going on on the Trailcasters. We hope you enjoy your Blazers, your Ipsy basketball, your health, your washing your hands, uh, staying sanitary, staying sane. Thank you again, and please come back next week for the next edition of the Trailcasters. Wash your hands! (laughs) Cool, man. (laughs) All right.